think I realized in the first like three months of reaching out that your goals can actually move so much faster than you ever thought, especially if you connect with people who have totally different ideas, totally different backgrounds, totally different strengths that you have. Hey friend, it's David Obinsky here in New York City. So excited for this podcast episode with Carly Valancey. Carly is the co-founder of The Reach Out Party, a workshop that is helping other people generously reach out to other people over email. Carly was inspired by Molly Beck's book called Reach Out and took the principles from the book and started reaching out to people every workday since July 2019. And as I've said, you're one email away, and this episode is all about that. As always, this episode with timestamp notes is available on my website at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com. There, you can subscribe to my newsletter called One Email Away, which has the best insights from the podcast and friend-sourced opportunities. So excited for you to build and grow your portfolio career. Here we go with Carly. So, Carly, I would love to talk, first start with a quote, if you're up for it. Amazing. I'm super up for it. Cool. Uh, The quote is, it is easy to coast through life rather than find the will to continually to reach out into the world. (laughs) To reach out is to risk. And there is little grace in a life that extends out beyond the boundaries of self. What does that quote mean to you? Well, um, that quote really encompasses everything that I love about every day. <laughs> um, it, it encompasses uh, like the will to take a risk and connect with someone new, the will to uh, extend beyond yourself, which could mean a lot of things, but um, I, I come from a musical theater background, performance background, and um, that's like a big part of our job, extending out beyond ourselves, whether that's um, in like literally uh, performing and playing uh, another character or in walking to an audition room. It's uh, just constantly this practice of, of extending beyond yourself, not becoming another person, but um, practicing the, the art of, of extension. And so, yeah, <laughs> so I love it. And so you've taken, clearly you've taken that quote and uh, run with it. Yes, um, I run like the wind with that quote. <laughs> <laughs> and reaching out isn't that, well, obviously we'll talk a lot about reaching out. And when did you first, uh, how did you first come across this quote? Well, um, I actually first came across this quote about a year ago. I was auditioning for my MFA in um acting actually and i was sitting like in the waiting room at juilliard and um, i was very very deep into my own reach out practice i had just i just celebrated a big a big win which is uh, sending a hundred consecutive reach outs in a row and um my friend sent that to me when i was waiting to audition i was like wow this quote is the best thing i've ever read and it embodies you yeah (laughs) And, and so 100 reach outs. And so for a little bit of context, uh, what, around July 2019, you just decided to uh, reach out one per workday for mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. 
and here we are, December 2020. Yeah, here we are, a year and a half later. And to give a little bit of context, around then you were kind of transitioning, and now you things have changed. Yeah, so uh, when I first started reaching out, I was in a constant state of transition, but I was um, just, I felt like I was, I don't even know how to juggle, but I use this metaphor because that's, I imagine that if I knew how to juggle, this is what it would be like. Like there's always, like there's always one ball in the air and it's all, it's like, I was, I just had my eye on the next thing I could catch, um, which wasn't a good feeling because there's not a lot of um, innovation and like, creative, curious thinking that happens in that space. Uh, most of it is just like trying to catch your tail um, and pick up the slack. But I was freelancing, I was working a couple jobs I didn't really love. And it just seemed like this endless cycle that you could you could really just like live in that space forever. And I didn't, I didn't want to do that. So I started reaching out in an effort to become a full-time artist and only work jobs with people that I wanted to work with um, and and really just expand my community and and my network. Full-time artist. Full-time. <laughs> can't meet a full-time actor. You can't. Tony-nominated actors are not full-time actors. So I wanted to be a full-time artist because there would never have been a world where I could be a full-time performer, full-time actor. Um, so I started to think about you know, what does it mean to be an artist and how could I use my skills um, in other areas of, of work and meet other creative people and, and still do the work of, of an artist full time. And, and so, so every day you're reaching out to people and, and now you host a reach out party and building this community and allowing other people to build community as well um, and mm -hmm. kind of their own uh, network around their work and stuff and their ideas. So maybe let's let's break it down. Uh, maybe talk to us a little bit about the art of the reach out and what does a reach out mean? Yeah. Uh, so usually when people think of the idea of networking or even reaching out, a give and take, you know, a like, oh, if I, maybe if I send something to this person, they'll, you know, help me out. Or uh, usually it's like for a specific reason. Um, but uh, reaching out really is an art. And um, I really believe you can find your voice and like dig into your curiosities and your obsessions all through this art of connecting with one new person. Um, and when you're doing it every day, it becomes a habit. And when you have a habit, you become better at that thing. So it is really like it's a, a skill. And to be to be able to look back and like have a literal reach out tracker where on an Excel spreadsheet, I, I track the people I've reached out to, um, to look back and see like your actual progress is pretty incredible. Um, but reaching out is the act of extending beyond yourself. It is connecting uh, intentionally with gratitude to a person. And usually, again, like you think, what can this person do for me? How can this person help me? Um, what advice can this person give me? Um, really, it's like, 
how can we flip the script and think, what can I do for this person? How can I show up in their inbox in like a new, cool way? Um, and how could I connect and really establish like a, a meaningful connection that'll last longer than a, a blip? Mm-hmm. And and there's a couple, and I know Molly Beck's book, Reach Out, was a big inspiration for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the book, there's four different types of reach out. Yes. Yeah. There's um, the cool reach out, which is uh, when you're reaching out to a complete stranger. There's um, the borrowed connection, which is your your classic friend of a friend. Um, follow up. So if you've met someone in real life or on Zoom, uh, and then there's the re-reach out, which is uh, when you're reaching out to someone you know well from the past, but it's been a while. And actually, there's a fifth. There's a fifth type. It's not in the book, but it is my addition to Molly's four types. And uh, she's gratefully uh, accepted that when when we both write the addendum, we'll put that one in there. But um, it is the ricochet reach out. So this is when you're reaching out on behalf of someone else. If someone is, you know, if you know that a friend is looking for a specific type of job and you know someone that might be able to help them, you know, it's really like connecting to people or, or reaching out to someone on behalf of, on behalf of someone else. The ricochet. Okay. Number five. Uh, Good, right? <laughs> yeah. All of them are great. And it seems like there's each one kind of depend depends on the mood and your level of comfort and your own style and stuff. And I think what I was learning about in the way I think what you teach and how you help people is it's around a posture of gratitude, around a posture of interest and curiosity and not about, you know, asking. And so uh, maybe talk to us a little bit about someone's like, well, so-and-so has been a big inspiration to me or so-and-so is a friend or so-and-so is doing some interesting work. Maybe talk to us a little bit about like specifically how to craft a message that is one of gratitude, one of interest, and that it feels good to kind of both sides. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the ideal framework is that um, every reach out must contain a gift. So it isn't you cannot log it in your reach out tracker or <laughs> however you're thinking of uh, making reaching out a habit. You can't count. It doesn't count unless there's a gift. So a gift can be um, a really specific compliment. A gift could be like a content share podcast or interview that you've read you think this person might like. Uh The gift could be something that you could offer this person that no one else can. Um, But really, uh, the gift at the heart of it is full of gratitude and comes from a place of like deep specificity. So, um, you know, usually we have a thought when we hear about someone uh, that's doing something really cool or um, we think of like, oh yeah, my, my old friend from college is now working on this thing. That's just super interesting. Or we read a book that we're just like really moved by or hear podcasts that we love. Most of the time, the thought doesn't even cross our mind, but sometimes a thought might cross our mind, you know, oh yeah, I should reach out to that person. And then we never do. And um What's really cool about a practice of gift giving in reach outs is that it gets you into a habit. Uh, first of all, you're, you're looking for them. And when, when you start paying attention to reach outs, they're literally everywhere. Um, 
because the cool thing about, I don't know if you know this, David, but the cool thing about the world <laughs> is that the whole entire thing was built on people who didn't know each other meeting. And even cooler than that is that all the stuff that we love in the world was made by people. <laughs> so um, yeah, once you're looking for reach outs, like every book you read, you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm going to reach out to the author or I'm going to look like the, I, I reached out the other day to um, a person who like made a planter that I really love. <laughs> I just like tracked them down and, and thanked them. And it is, it's a really, really cool thing to get into the practice of thanking people for creating what they create because it is, I mean, most of the time you think you're reaching out for you, but you act, what you actually don't know is that the person on the other end, like you could have, you know, opened up a door that um, they really, really needed to, to keep showing up for their work. So it's like this, this generative circle of um, incredible things. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and, and so you, you now are teaching people, you have a, uh, a mm -hmm. workshop, a course, um, next one starts in January and talk to us a little bit about like, what, what are some of the main challenges and, or what are some of the surprises that happen for people after they start get into the habit? Like maybe you talk to us a little bit about some success stories of people that were in the workshop and you know, what could, what could reaching out on a regular basis do for people? Mm. Yeah, oh, this is um, such a great question. And well, first of all, I think the main challenges people face is A, who do I reach out to? And B, what do I say? So that's like essentially why we built the, the workshop is to uh, get together and help people like elevate their own voice and get into the habit of of seeing other people in the zoom room around them hitting send and um creating really cool opportunities that you it's i mean it, it's inspiring to watch so you want to join into which makes it so beautiful to do in a group but um Oh my goodness, we have so many success stories. It's wild. First of all, just like from from a stats perspective, we've had as of today 135 new jobs from uh, the reach out from inside the reach out party, which is wild. Um, <laughs> is that 50 percent or? Yeah, just about actually a little a little less than 50 percent. It's crazy. Um, I hope you're proud of that. I, oh my goodness, especially, uh, you know, during a time like this. And I, we do work with a lot of um, freelancers, a lot of creative artists and self-starters and to see people finding work, not only work, uh, but work that they're passionate about is, oh my God, that's the best thing in the entire world's greatest gift for me. Um, <laughs> but the success stories have been pretty incredible. A big part of what the reach out party is, is like whenever something awesome happens to you, we ask you to fill out a form and it's called hero stories. And then we like share them in the group. And uh, it's pretty incredible the, the aha moments that have happened. But I think the biggest, the biggest consistent story is people have come into the party and 
been so surprised by the serendipity that happens and you know we always say like it's it's sometimes um it's not the actual reach outs but it's what the reach outs can open up for you or for another person and you know it's basically the idea that um not only is there so much like compounding that happens when you take this like little thing and do it every day in in literal numbers but you know it's the idea that like the more you reach out it's it's almost like you reach this critical mass where um if you send one reach out a month or one reach out a year like the odds are so slim of something happening but when you get into the habit of sending one reach out every weekday <laughs> um the odds of something miraculous and serendipitous and like quote unquote lucky happening uh are actually huge it's it's impossible we actually do like 100% money back guarantee at the reach out party so if you show up to the 27 days and your life isn't changed we'll give you all your money back <laughs> it's like that is the guarantee that like there's no there's a 100% chance that your life will change <laughs> which seems like so huge and and extreme um but it's been pretty amazing one of my favorite stories specifically is um we have uh someone named Amanda who's in the reach out party and she was she's in the data analytics world and she was reaching out to find a new job first of all she's been working at the same job for 10 years and not only was it like a scary thing to reach out for jobs because she hasn't done that in a long time but you know it just coincided that when she was going to start looking this pandemic happened so um a lot of like stacked fear on fear coming into the reach out party um and you know she she lives in boston she started paying attention to reach outs cuz she was doing it every day and she stumbled upon this like this um ad for a company named buoy which is an ai healthcare company and she'd reached out to them because she was like subscribed to their newsletter and she just saw some like grassroots marketing that she just loved and reached out to the CEO and you know just said hey i've been following your mission for the past couple of years and i really love what you do and here's why which that's a that's like a good a good way into a very specific compliment when you're reaching out it's like i love the work you do because or this has been so important to me and here's why um which can make a a gift really specific when you just if you just tell someone you love what they do that's great but why is always better so anyway amanda reaches out to the ceo he's like this is amazing can i share this with my team he shares it on their slack page on their workspace and um she ends up interviewing for a customer service job and she was like really really excited about this a, a dream company and she goes in for the interview this was like her fifth reach out in the party so she's pumped and then she doesn't get the job but she was so excited to tell us the story because she had the most amazing thing happen which is she said you know it i am actually glad i didn't get the job cuz now i can really be sort of specific in where i'm looking and not be in a place of like desperation um but she said what it did for me is that i actually i just realized that i could get a job in a pandemic if i was like 
looking and if I was specific enough. And then um, a month later, she got a, a, her dream job, which is really awesome. Mm, so the mindset. So it starts to it becomes it's a security blanket. It's a um, comfort and knowing that you have options and and that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like it's the idea, too, that uh, building up this confidence that you're not beholden to onto anyone else, onto anyone else's time or schedule. You're not apologizing for being there. Uh, a lot of people, when they start reaching out, using language like just like, I, I, I know you're busy. I just wanted to have a, a quick chat. Um, but like we really try and like, pick out any apologetic language we can find uh, and just, you know, show up, show up to give. Uh, it becomes this beautiful thing where we gain this confidence of, you know, if someone doesn't respond to me, that's okay. I'm taking agency over my own life. Um, I'm responsible for my network and my connections. And the more people I reach out to, the odds are just greater that I'm going to meet the right person. And that person and I are going to start collaborating. And yeah, I think the the main idea is that no matter what you do, no matter who you connect with, um, it is always going to lead you to the next person you're supposed to connect with or the next idea you have, um, which really is just like the the sweet, sweet, like lifeblood that we're all searching for. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it sounds like what I'm hearing is, you know, not every, obviously not every reach out is to ask for somebody's time. And so there, it's a balance. It's a it's a uh, it's an art. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm reading right now. I'm reading Jenny Slate's book, Little Weirds, uh, which I have I've never been so obsessed with. I haven't been obsessed with a book like this in a long time, which is I read a lot of books. So this is um, like big, big deal for me. But I'm I'm just absolutely in love with it. And um, one of the things she says, which I think about all the time I, I wrote down is um, she says, when people get a glimpse of me, I'd like them to feel like it's a good omen. And I think that that's really um, one of like the main things at the heart of reaching out because it can't always be, your, your goals are going to change. The things you want are going to change. One month, it might be a new job. The next month, it might be, you know, I really want some guidance on a mentor. The next month, uh, maybe you're moving. It's a friend. Um, but once you know, like you have the skill and you know how to do it, it's really about like these little glimpses and how how might you be like a good omen in, you know, uh, someone's life and, and vice versa. Like you're looking to also connect with people. And um, yeah, I feel like it's just we're we're reaching out to not only get little glimpses of other people, but to show little glimpses of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's obviously you can just share resources, like you said, podcasts and stuff like that. And that's that can be very low touch and then, you know, call it higher touches, you know, for some time if somebody's interested. Um, and it's fascinating to me that in just a little bit over a year, you went from barista, <laughs> right, to yeah. to now um, doing this work. And is there other projects or other things that you, you're working on? Or is this kind of 100% of the the current portfolio these days? Yeah, well, it's I'm in the process of now, now that I've been, you know, doing this work for a little while, I'm sort of thinking like, okay, what, 
what place, what role do I want this to play in my life? And, and what else am I really interested in building out? So, so I'm, well, I'm starting a podcast, which is exciting. Um, but uh, Molly and I are also building an app. Um, so that's, that's been great to work on, but yeah, what I think what I'm really interested in, I've been telling more people about this too, because one of the things recently I've realized is I've been thinking a lot about like elevator pitches and how the idea for an elevator pitch is just like, how can we be as brief as possible? And in one to two sentences, tell someone what we do. Um, but the question, what do you do, has always been really difficult for me uh, as an artist and a freelancer who's always just done a lot of things. And for some reason, a point of anxiety, um, which which I, that is so true for so many artists that like, what do you do or what are you up to? It's like a really triggering question. Uh, most people do not uh, mean it in that way. But um, yeah, I... I was thinking recently, and I shared this with the reach out party, um, what, you know, how might we take, make like an elevator pitch for what we want or for a goal and start telling people? Because the beautiful thing about telling people is that um, other people know other people. <laughs> so, you know, something I've been thinking about is like letting, letting your network help you, letting your network lift you up. Um, so if someone asks you the question, like, how are you? Uh, what are you up to? You could say something like, oh, yeah, thank you so much for asking. Actually, right now, I'm really excited about looking for a um, job where I could be the head of community and events at a really creative company that cares about its people. Um, how are you? <laughs> um, but it's, it's, no, it's actually quite amazing that uh, if you can distill what it is that you want in a sentence and start sharing it with people openly, it becomes like a little bit closer and you can connect with with other people who might do that job or might um, have some advice or uh, might be able to actually help you connect with the right people. So in my dream of dreams moving forward, that is what I what I'm looking to do. And, you know, while also having this beautiful community around around reaching out and around connecting. Hmm. And because because vocalizing your interests it's how the Reach Out Party started, right? By uh, reaching out to Molly Beck. And then also, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there this idea of like you wanted to just bring the people together and then uh, yeah. s somebody told you you should turn this into a, like a workshop and and then it's kind of snowballed from there too. So sounds like the telling people these kind of snippets of, of where you're going can lead to even more opportunity. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you can't undervalue the... Um, ideas of the people that you choose to surround yourself with. So if you really are being intentional about your community, which, um, yeah, when I brought together the first reach out party, the reason why it's called the reach out party is because I just wanted to have a party with all the people I've reached out to, to celebrate and like drink uh, Trader Joe's wine and have cookies with. Uh, and I was, I was planning this. I was like, yeah, I'll probably talk about the story and what happened for like 15 minutes. And then uh, we'll just have a party. And my mentor at the time, um, she, which I had met her through reaching out, she was like, what? No, you need to talk for way longer than 15 minutes. <laughs> and um, yeah, it just was sort of one of those things that when you're so far inside of 
an idea, it's, it can be really hard to see from the outside. And so your people might have like the best ideas for you. Mm, yeah. I love it. Okay. So we've talked a lot about reaching out, telling our story, leading with generosity, interest, curiosity, being specific. Mm. Um, what else have you, you know, what else would you want to tell more people that are reaching out to people that they should do or not do? Huh. Okay. Well, the first thing that's coming to my mind, because I just got an email like this, it was a really nice email, but no one's, no one wants their brain to be picked. So if you're ever reaching out and thinking, I just want to pick this person's brain, try another way to say that. <laughs> um, so that's maybe, that's like the only thing I can think what not to do. There's so many things you could do, so many ways to get creative. You know, I think the biggest thing I would say is find what you're obsessed with and, I mean, just start there. Start, at, like, ask yourself, you know, what am I obsessed with? What am I loving? And who made who made that thing? Or um, who has my my dream job right now? Who Who... Where do I want to be in three to five years? Because there's always someone that's probably already there or close to there. And I think that uh, the thing the thing I would say is that you have permission to be clear and kind and successful and truthful. And the second you commit to a practice like this, uh, I think you might realize that the the joy and the the happiness you you get will come from the process of progress and growth and not the results of progress and growth. And um you know things happen quickly. Also, I gave myself an entire year for a goal. Um, the goal to be a, a full-time artist and 6 months through the year still working as a barista and we, you know, we give our, we give ourselves a long time to do things because it's easy to hide in that in that time, and I I think I realized in the first like three months of reaching out that your goals can actually move so much faster than you ever thought, especially if you connect with people who have totally different ideas, totally different backgrounds, totally different strengths that you have. Um, if I were doing this alone, I don't think it would be nearly as powerful. And the reason why a year and a half ago I was a barista and now I get to do what I do is because of Molly taking a chance on, on me and saying, yeah, let's try it, um, is because of the people that I get to work with who have such opposite strengths and you know, people talk a lot about like, I want to meet like a like-minded group of people. Um, that's, that's great. But I, I almost think like, look for the opposite. If you're looking to like move, move your life or your goals forward in a, in a faster way. Um, and people want to help. People want to help. And so if uh, people want to uh, help you and help the reach out party, what's the best way that they can uh, do so, Carly? Yeah, uh, well, um, I'm on social media. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Carly Valancey. And I think by the time this comes out, I'll, I'll have everything on carlyvalancey.com. So you can contact me there and check out all the things. 
I love this. And I love how this ties into one email away. Just This is just amazing, Carly. Just, Wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. And um, yeah. yeah, folks reach out, you're <laughs> one email away. Do it, woo! Hey friend, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Portfolio Career Podcast. Wanted to also let you know about my monthly newsletter called One Email Away, where I fundamentally believe that we are all one email away from new opportunities. And if there's a way that I could potentially help you to connect with other people, I would love to do that. So one email away, um, you can sign up for my newsletter on my website at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com. You can also see the one email away section, but just want to take this moment to say thank you for, for listening to this episode. Really excited for us to build and grow our portfolio careers together.